0: Alrighty, guys. David here. creekcast preview coming at you for the Essendon game tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon, four ten pm. Alberton Standard at Adelaide Oval. Um, our last game before the mid-season break. The mid-season bye, A big opportunity for us to get to five and six uh, going into the mid mid-season break and uh, set out for our second half of the season. Give ourselves a springboard. Give us give ourselves a chance to get ourselves into a, um, into some finals kind of form and finals positioning in the second half of the season after that really rough start to the season that we did have. Um, So yeah, big opportunities uh, await us. So let's get into it. Instrumental and old school with some, the King. Uh, not old school, in the, the track is very new. From it. it's the King from the Northmen, which is the old new Robert Eggers joint out in cinemas. Um, not plugging it all, but i just well, I really fucking enjoyed it and love the love the soundtrack as well. So, and of course uh, Charlie Dixon is back this week, so that was the inspiration behind that. The king returns, uh, Charlie Dixon, to take his rightful place, um, bullying opposition defenders aside and uh, clunking some big marks. Hopefully, although the weather might um, play a part in that. Uh, but yes, Charlie Dixon is back. I'll get just get right into it. Um, well, I'll just I'll take a brief note. Um, I I won't be at the game tomorrow afternoon. I'm uh, only today out of the COVID isolation stuff and still feeling a bit rough. And I just it's one of those things that I feel, you know, I, I've known people that have taken uh, like. Um, you know, my wife tested positive four days after she finally was getting symptoms and tested negative at first um so she ended up you know in essence in 11 days of covid isolation um after she got a false and then at work after to get a test and she actually tested positive four days after repeatedly testing negative on rats as well as a pcr so it's all it's all a little bit fucky uh, the way the tests work at times and um I just still feel a little bit rough and uh, I don't feel it's exactly the right thing to go down and sit in the cold and wet. I, I would do it. I've done it plenty of times and happily do it if I was feeling healthy, but I don't know if it's going to be, uh, I think it might be a bit to my detriment with the, the fatigue and soreness and a bit of a cough that I've still got hanging around and a little bit of headachy and stuff. So while I'm legally out, um, uh, being that I've got work, got to get back to work, I don't feel like <laughs> um Gonna err on the side of caution and try not and not try to um, fuck with my symptoms a bit um, as I'm trying to recover from this because it's, it's it's knocked me for six this last week, um, so uh, yeah, I won't be down there unfortunately. I was really looking forward to it. My um, Indigenous um, kit's just turned up as well. well. I went to the post office this morning and picked up all the stuff that had piled up over the last week and a bit, um, and my Indigenous kit was a part of that. So I was looking forward to getting down there, wearing that down there, and um, you know, obviously, the Sir Doug Nichols round is a really important round as we. Continue the fight to understanding and, um, and, uh, and some level of equality for our, our First Nations people and, and honouring their rightful place as the, as the um, rightful owners of this land and, and, and continuing that journey uh, with them. But yeah, unfortunately, I won't be down there. But um, I'm going to, after I've recorded this and popped it up, I'll put a note out on Twitter um i am i have offered it to a few obvious personal friends and my tickets but there's a few people just can't go yet This short notice i'll probably pop it out on twitter if i don't find anyone so keep an eye out for that if you if you're listening and, and want to go to the game and don't have tickets if you see the tweet then it means you know that they're available to grab and yeah so i'll happily share them but not obviously no charge of course so i would be happy to get a port fan down there for free um if, if, if just my my tickets being used is the most important thing to me getting people in the ground so um, yeah, so that's my journey this week. It's been a bit rough. Um, I think I can get through this without coughing now. It's but it's been a, it's a hell of a journey. I still can't get through a night of sleep without um, without getting up and having a coughing fit at the moment. So it's a it's a weird. It's a I, I don't recommend it. Uh, zero out of ten. Do not recommend COVID. It is. Um, it's rough, um, so yeah, but that's uh, that's my reasoning for not being down there anyway. Back to King Charlie and all that, and that and the team news and stuff. So I'll try to keep this brief, as I'm, uh, my uh, lung capacity isn't the best for chatting away at, at length. Um, my throat does get just a touch sore after probably um, a little bit of time talking. So, um, but yeah, uh, so Dixon is back, which is a big one. He um, had a decent hit out in the um, sandful last week, um, which three goals three, I think it was. Uh, so certainly getting his hand on the ball and getting his ball and getting it through the big sticks as well. Um and just with what he does for the forward line, you know, he's um <clears throat> the forward line has operated alright over the last month and a half, but certainly um he's coming in kind of and Georgiades is out. Unfortunately Georgiades has just he's seen uh th- four his last four weeks has seen a return of I think four goals, which is, you know, if you it's a goal a game, um which just isn't quite enough in your forward. And it's been the probably in- inaccuracy as well. He's getting his hand on the ball well enough and his ground the around the groundwork was um going all right, but he just hasn't been quite getting um the the important part of his game is is converting those goals as well and uh, unfortunately in some games he just hasn't quite done that so it's um that's just the one out uh, that's the one that had to come out I think on form Todd Marshall has solidified his spot at this point with the, how how bloody brilliant he's been and, and and that's the thing he has been doing what Mitch did a lot a lot last year which was just taking advantage of his opportunities and and being just incredibly accurate in front of goal on that as forwards. That's where you make your pay to and um, and earn your, earn your spot is when you're showing that reliability that when you take a mark in this certain range of um, a certain distance from the goal that you're um, you're dead on to score more often than not then you're going that's gonna help retain your spot and Finlayson certainly is around the groundwork and his ability and the ruck as well um, certainly is, is helps um, and, and I think Ken, Ken Hinckley mentioned that as well as just it was a balanced thing. It's the fact that Georgiades isn't going to be, like, the fact that um, Georgiades, both his kicking hasn't been up quite up to scratch of late, as well as the fact that just as far as helping out around the ground and in the ruck and stuff, that's just Mitch is down the level below Marshall and Finlayson for that. So it's a, balance, it's a squad balance thing as well, and that's just uh, that's just part of it. And that's uh, that's probably what I was expecting as well. Um, so not no surprises there. Of course, the other big in for us this week is Riley Bonner, who... Um, despite being quite the scapegoat for fans at times when things aren't going right I think he's been having a pretty good year um, when he's been playing um, I've been really happy with his performance certainly uh, he was best on ground um, right up to the point that he did his uh, hurt his ankle in that game against the doggies a few weeks ago and um, <clears throat> he certainly he certainly it was in the kind of form that well um, earns his his rights come back in um, as soon as he's fit and able to um, to um, hopefully you know have a crack at keeping his spot so Locky Jones is the one to go out uh, for Bonner, so it's Bonner and Dixon in Georgiades and Jones out. Jones is uh, has been named as the, the so the emergencies are Georgiades, uh, Locky Jones, Jed McKenty and Marty Marty Frederick. Locky Jones, I believe, was named as the medical sub by Ken Hinckley in his press conference this morning as well. Um, so the, the the Friday nothing goes wrong, uh, Jones will be the medical sub, and um, and you know with the weather looking like the way it'll be, Jerry Jones is. Um, just is, um, you know, having his uh, kind of body size and um, and abilities coming on in the in the case of an injury would be a, um, possibly helpful in the in the slick conditions that they could be tomorrow afternoon um, down at Adelaide Oval. So um, yeah, big ins there. Otherwise, uh, squad balance is pretty good. Um, obviously, it's going to be really interesting to see how that forward line fun- functions with uh, Charlie Dixon back in there. I just hope that we do um, continue some of the things that we've been seeing with uh, especially with Todd Marshall showing a bit more promise in the fact in, in fighting for marks and a little bit more body a little bit more um, ability to body his opponents and take big marks uh, that it does it like Charlie Dixon's going to come in and find a new dynamic a new dynamic in the forward line that he's never really been a part of which would be really really interesting um, for him so it'd be interesting to see what kind of maybe teething problems we have at first with Dixon coming back in but I think those two have, have played together for so long as well I don't uh, at the same time I just really don't expect that to be a problem so it's going to be really fun to see those guys uh, together I think uh, Dixon coming out of full forward and Todd Marshall um, just their their abilities there uh, obviously around that I think it's going to be a great help for the likes of Robbie Gray and, and Cohen in the forward line as well Robbie's clearly shown uh, just how important he is still to our forward line, just his um, now um, and his uh, and his technical abilities as well as his positioning and all that stuff as well as just, just his ability to body one out. So um, the biggest thing for us this week is going to be our um, ability to pick targets and all that. So that's the thing that we've shown in some of these big wins we've had against some of these teams that we're expected to beat and, um, you know, uh, Essendon is a team that we're expected to beat. While I'm chatting, I will um, – I meant to look this up before, but I'll do it now. COVID brain is a is a, is a real thing. Um I will look up the odds while I'm talking, but um, it's our ability to hit targets and 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 make the most of opportunities um, going inside. It was something that we started getting away from a little bit last week when the game went against us. Um, we were just missing missing targets, and uh, uh, you know, against um, uh, against against the cats, we were, we were kind of trying to force in the ball into space and then get players to run onto it, and it really didn't work. And it's just at, the, at our best over the past month and a bit. Um, we've when we've been playing well, it's been our midfielders really showing that um, the the eye, and as well as our forwards and leading, and our forwards we're getting leads last week. It's just we weren't we weren't just we were, weren't picking targets. We we're getting a little bit safe with the ball a little bit again at times when we were when we were really required a little bit of um, tenacity and, and boldness going forward. And it's just that's the kind of thing that when we're playing at our best, it is free flowing and boldness going forward, and you know taking opportunity of that boldness and and moving the ball. And to catching, you know, catching the opposition on the back foot. Once we once we slow it down, and that's when you know the leads are still there, but it's still a little, it's a little bit more stagnant. And um, and our, and our midfielders start trying those things, where once it's slowed down, they start trying to find the 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 tricky pass when it's not actually really there. When that's when you just got to actually show some show some poise. Um, and by poise, I mean not my not as in slowing it down. Just show some poise and actually know and uh, reading of the game and be able to find those targets. So. Yeah, really hoping that um, the midfield, having shown some signs in the past month of um, really developing, um, especially the likes of Rosie and Butters going through there, as well as obviously the old heads like Woken Wines, and even you've seen Robbie Gray attend some centre bounces here and there, uh, find them, um, you know, getting, just finding some of that form that we saw up until um, last week. So, um, otherwise, defensively, I don't think we're going to, we'll have a quick look at the um, Essendon team now. Um, they've got a few ins and outs i think just looking at it they've got uh it's harry jones uh he's playing his, his um he's a d- debutante, i believe um he's a de- yeah he is playing his first afl game so there's that um, he's a um a key forward so he's going to line up um in the forward line there and um they're going to be looking for a bit um obviously with um, the, they've had some Essendon's had a rough trot of late um they're uh have been get beaten from pillar to post in the um in the media and um, despite that, um, you know, we were probably some people were hoping after that Sydney game they might have a bit of a response last week against Richmond and, you know, it wasn't the dream time of the G game, wasn't um, a blowout or anything like that, but Richmond always looked like they were going to win that game and certainly Essendon uh, are continually not getting enough shots on goal while also allowing their opposition a fair amount of the ball and uh, shots on goal. So that's what I expect for us. Um, but yeah, they've got, uh, yeah, Harry Jones coming in for his first game as well as uh, Jordan Ridley, Jack Caldwell and Andrew Phillips coming in. Uh, Matt Guelph out. Um, so that's, a, he's in one of their exciting ones. So he's out. Uh, Mason Redman uh, suspended. So that's another big, um, another big one out as well as uh, Nick Bryan, Todd Cutler and Aaron Francis um, out of the side as well. So um, bringing the changes in a little bit there, obviously some, some forced and some just uh, they're trying, trying something, trying something new. So um, this is a side, like I said, been beaten, beaten from pillar to post. Have been um, and un- unfairly in some aspects. It's just a team going through. Um, but it's Essendon. It's t- the big teams um, from the VFL era. Um, always get that uh, that extra media attention, especially in that that um, you know toxic media bubble that it can be sometimes in Melbourne. Um, so yeah, they get they've or the eyes of the world are on them, really um, waiting for the next fuck up. I think. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, they'll they'll be look. They're looking for a response at some point, but I just don't. I you know you would have hoped to see it against a Richmond side that, um, you know, obviously the Richmond side has been pretty good over the last five years, but uh, you know, they've been up and down this year. As Dusty coming back is a big, the last few weeks is obviously big for them. And understandably has changed, uh, changed the dynamic completely. Richmond, you still would have hoped to see a bit more of a response from Essendon last week. Um, and they did kind of have the, uh, I don't know, a little bit more aggression about them. And then they got, um, you know, criticized for that too. So what do you want them to do? But um yeah, they've, they've you know Sydney haven't been at their best either, and they got beaten. They could have been beaten by way, way. they Sydney game could have been an absolute trouncing if it wanted to be. Fourteen goals, twenty-one to six goals, eleven. Um, so Sydney could have could have really, really, um, really put them to the sword, um, even more so than they already did. They had that, that comeback win against Hawthorne, but that was kind of one quarter of just inspired footy. It's not like a, a trend thing that you could really find. Otherwise, you know, handily beaten by the Bulldogs, handily beaten by. Uh, Collingwood oh, actually not not too much by Collingwood but still um, yeah, Collingwood actually kicked pretty well that day but uh, handily beaten by Frio back when Freo in pretty good form um, handily beaten by Melbourne at near the start of the season same with Brisbane and obviously a big Geelong had a big win against them in round one as well a few wins in there against es- the likes of Essendon and Hawthorne but um, otherwise a pretty rough year for them and um, I just can't. Ex- I don't expect, especially with the weather, the way it's going to be, they're not going to be able to. You know, anything that they're going to try and get going is going to be some try and free, some free-flowing footy. Um, really, they, that's the only chance they've got. I think is just to try to back themselves in a little bit and back in the run of it the, because they've got, They do have some talented players in the You of Darcy Parrish and Zach Merritt and, and Co. Um, obviously Dylan Shields got a lot of money in the, um in his pocket and um and a lot of questions on his on his form over the last year and a half as to how, how worth it he actually is. Guys like him are being asked for um, big performances, but uh, I just can't see them getting that kind of run against us tomorrow, and um, especially with just we're just um, across the board, we're just in better form as well as, and you know, with the players we do have, we're in reasonable, reasonable nick um, when we're able to drop the likes of Mitch Georgiades. I just think we're across the board um, a side that is in better form in that sense, and and the odds would change. It's just the head to head is we're at a dollar eleven, dollars six twenty five, so pretty um, one side on that front. And let's have a look at the line thirty five and a half. So the line is actually only a couple of points, um, <laughs> a couple of points less than a game against the Kangaroos a few weeks ago. So it just shows kind of where. Where the bun- punters look at this game, and um, I th- I think it might be it won't. I think the Kangaroos we could have probably put away a little bit more, and I think the SNR are a, bit, a better team than the Kangaroos, um, just personnel wise, I believe. Uh, so that probably is about fair for me. I, I hope to look I look at this game and think I oh, look thirty nine to forty two points is probably about where I hope we are winning this game by. If it's below 30, I think they've they've actually had a a pretty good crack and we've probably not been quite at our best. Um, But the weather's also going to play a part in that too. Um, The weather forecast for tomorrow, I think, is um, there could be up to 15 mil of rain. Um, So three what three-fifths of an inch for the the American listeners, I think, off the top of my head. Um, I'm just opening up my weather app now, which is set to my local town, so I've got to change that as I'm going, Adelaide. Um, But yeah, it's... um, as uh, it uh, slowly so i think the rain starts setting in from about noon tomorrow in adelaide and around 3 4 o'clock it really starts setting in and it's going to be a pretty shit night tomorrow night so it's going to be setting in pretty well um that game we could be looking at rain pretty you know drizzle pretty persistent throughout the game so that could be that's the only thing that i'll look at and say look that could be where the line um we you know we saw her up in Cairns in the, against st kilda just it was so hard to get goals so Um, you could be looking at maybe a comfortable 24 to 30-point win or a comfortable 24-point win because it actually the goals are so hard to come by that once you get to the four or five-goal lead, it actually, you know, in good conditions, that could be six, seven goals, if that makes sense. You know, your goals are at a bit more of a premium when they're so hard to score. So it'll be be interesting to see how the game goes in that sense, but I'll I'll look at it and go look if the conditions... um, Maybe if the rain holds off a bit until later in the evening tomorrow night, maybe we can get get ourselves out to a seven or eight goal win, um, which is I do, I do expect us at our best to be able to beat a team that um, this isn't the team just um, our form over the last month. Even you know against um, Geelong last week, we just got beaten around the contest, and hopefully that's been a real um, real important. I think um, Hinkley said this week um, there's, one, there's a title an article titled on the Port Adelaide official website. We expect and demand more contested possession. So do we, and that's what my big expectation for this week. Despite uh, besides um, get the win, um, I really want to see the, the the improvement around the contest because I think we can be better around the contest. We just I don't know what went you know what went wrong last week in being negative twenty nine against Geelong. They were just much better and much more committed to the ball and getting the ball back. And um, so that's that's it. That we just need a commitment around the ball, more contested ball. Win the contested ball, and um, you know, and especially in conditions like they're going to be, it's probably the ball will be contested quite a lot. Um, so we just need to get that done, and um, yeah, if we can um, match it in the contested ball, or um, indeed we need to be probably winning the contested ball against this Bombers side. Um, that'll be a go a long way to getting the result done. So um, yeah, my full expectation is a comfortable, um, a reasonably comfortable win, regardless of the conditions. Um, and then uh, and look at us going into the bye. At five and six, so uh, yeah, that's about it. So um, that's about all I've got. It's a pretty short one today, um, but yeah, um, that's about it. Yeah, calm the pair. Let's get the job done. And uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, everyone that's down there. I know it's going to be shit conditions. Um, it's going to be uh, and obviously the time of the day isn't conducive to our con- the country focus, especially getting down to the game. But um, hopefully, we'll see a reasonable crowd down there, regardless. And um, I'm hopefully hopefully someone will be in my seats. Um, Even if it isn't me this week, unfortunately, with my um, just COVID recovery. But uh, yeah, Um, um, cheers for listening as always and uh, come the pair. Let's get the fucking job done and uh, see us into the break at five and six.